0: What's up? This is Enes from your Boston Celtics, and I just want to say what's up to my boy Galley over at Bean town Action. I hope you guys are doing well. See you at one of my games. What up? This is Dwight Howard. You're listening to my boy Chris Galley here on Bookie Nights Podcast. What's up, guys? Brian Scalabrini, a.k.a. Scal, and I want to give a huge shout-out to my boy Galley and the rest of the crew over at Bookie Nights, all right? For the White Mamba, I'm out of here. See ya. Let's go, beat count action. Hello everyone. This is Bruce Buffer and you're hanging out with my friend, Chris Kelly. Now. It's time. What is going on everyone and welcome back to Wix Picks. We are at week 18, the first ever Week eighteen in NFL history, lots to get into. So let's hit the recap. Craig it was a bad week for us both. It wasn't good at all. Um, now when I read off these numbers, they're gonna sound a lot worse than they actually were. We had a couple of games where we just lost by one point or some some stupid shit. A lot of a lot of bad breaks, um, not bad breaks, but a lot of bad beats. Uh, you went five and 12 for just under 30% minus 7.89 units. It's going to be like my worst week. Yeah, probably. probably. That was pretty bad. I think this week's not going to get much better too, because you're going to have a lot of starters. Uh, Exactly. Exactly what I was going to say too. Um, I didn't do much better though. I went six, 10 and one for just over 38% minus 4.8 units. The bankroll bets. Uh, I had the over forty-one and a half in the Jacksonville-New England game at minus one ten, and I said that the Pats could do it all by themselves, and they cruise past the ja- uh, the Jaguars fifty to ten. And you, sir, after five weeks in a row consecutively hitting your bankroll bet, you finally lost one,
1: and it Barely.
0: was one, dude. It, it was one that you shouldn't have lost either, dude. The fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 7 in the first half at minus 105 they couldn't get it done against the uh, the jets um let's see the, the jets came out and they gave the defending champs a little fucking run for their money handed them the fucking business and not only did the bucks not cover the first half but the the, the jets beat them 17 to 10 outright in in the first half um they would They'd go back and forth, and then, you know, we'll get to Antonio Brown in a second. But that happened, and all of a sudden, Brady was like, nah, fuck that. We're going to win this game. And they came back and won that game 28-24. Now, all Zach Wilson had to do was run up the middle for two yards on that fourth and two, and there it was. Game would have been iced. Um, now... Let's talk about Antonio Brown really quick. At first, I was like this dude is a fucking clown. Like, what a clown? Like what is he doing? Like you don't do that. And you automatically think and he's done. He's, he has to be done. He just quit. Um but what I didn't know and someone tweeted this out and and it caught me, it was uh he was like eight catches away from a $300,000 bonus and they You know, I didn't watch the game in its entirety, but I guess they were like, quote-unquote, icing him or freezing him out or just doing plays that didn't involve him. Uh, What are your thoughts?
1: Oh, man, I I think he's an absolute head case. Um, There's obviously something else going on in his head. Everyone's saying that, you know, he's not right. He hasn't been right since that hit in Cincinnati. Uh, that he took when he was back on the Steelers. Uh, dude, he, I, I have a feeling this is the last time we're going to hear of him. You know, uh, I don't see any other teams picking him up. Um, I mean, dude, he, even with the Raiders, he was a head case, you know, and then all those allegations start and come started to come out about him and the masseuse and all that bullshit you know and he had the foot issue in training camp because he like froze his foot or some crap that was um man it, it it's just been a wild ride with him you know he had so much promise uh it's sad. I'm pretty sure he got he, he got drafted in the sixth round you know and like when you get drafted in the sixth round you got to fight for playing time he fought for playing time he earned it with pittsburgh and then uh it kind of just all went downhill after that. You know, it, his head got too big, I feel like.
0: Yeah. And uh, someone else was also reporting that he's clearly showing signs of, of CTE. And if you, uh, I'm, what I'm, from what I'm told, if, if you play high school football and you take a hit, then you automatically have CTE. And it's just a matter of time when it's going to, you know, really start to show its colors. Um, so. I went from thinking he was an absolute clown to, to kind of being on his side. Not, not kind of being on his side, definitely being on his side after hearing the, dude, I, oh, I need eight catches to, to get my bonus, and you're purposely running plays that don't involve me. You're an asshole. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if he would have done that if the score was 28-10 20, to 10 the other way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but because of it was, you know, 24 to 10 or 28 to 10, whatever the fuck the score was, because it was the opposite way, it made it look like he was a big baby. and was like, oh, fuck this. We're losing. We're losing to the fucking Jets. The dude just won a Super Bowl. Why would he care about losing to the Jets? The dude, the the, the, the previous week, he just, his team just clinched the uh, the division in, in the playoff spot, you know? Why would he care about losing this game? Something yeah, clear, and, you know what I mean? So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to to touch back on what you said how they're running plays that doesn't involve him considering uh Godwin's status, you know, him being out for the season uh with that knee injury, it it just doesn't make sense.
0: And you throw a, a touchdown a uh, Cameron Brake and uh you know, well I think his name was Johnson got the uh, the one at the very end there. But uh yeah, AB man uh, I, I feel bad i feel bad do, for you, do you see them two questions for
1: you a do you see Tampa making it making a deep run into the playoffs now without him and my second question to you is do you see AB ever playing
0: another game in the NFL uh, i'm right there with you when you say no one else is going to take a chance on him i did hear however he's not uh, bruce arian said he's done but he mm-hmm. didn't hit the waiver wire did he finally hit the waiver wire
1: no, from what I heard today, he had to like show up to some call or some meeting to like almost like an exit interview type of situation. I think. Okay. And he just blew it
0: off. Wow. Okay.
1: So he clearly is, doesn't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, he's all right, well, he's done, and uh, no, I don't, I don't think he will be picked back up. And it's, uh, and again, I- it's just sad.
1: I actually have a, another topic to talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it on the East coast. Um, I don't know if you had this down in your notes at all. Cause we never really touched on this, but I find it kind of funny. Uh, what is your thoughts on, the Redskins football stadium, or should I say the Washington football team? Because Jalen hurts was running off the field. I don't know if you saw the video. I did fans were leaning over and the freaking gate or the railing, whatever the frig it was literally gave out and about five or six fans almost fell right on top of them. And Jalen hurts actually wrote a letter today. It was either to the NFL or to the Washington football team stating his disappointment with the facility and everything under the sun.
0: Yeah, that's, I saw the videos like that shit's nuts, but.
1: Dude, that's embarrassing. You know, like it's one thing your, your team's been like the laughing stock of the division for what the past, like my whole lifetime, you know? Um, But like now your stadium's falling apart and you don't even take care of that, you know? kind of a joke
0: without a doubt I mean how many people were actually leaning on that railing to make it just collapse yeah
1: it, it, it was it had to be like six or seven maybe
0: unbelievable um, let's see well so today's Tuesday we are recording on a Tuesday and we I don't know if you know how many people are sitting out but a lot of these lines were very you know, they, they they really showed that a lot of starters aren't going to be playing, and you'll know the lines when you get to them. This first game, however, we're going to talk about is is not one of those games at all. It looks like Mahomes is going to be playing, and the starters will be playing. Our first game we are going to talk about is the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Denver Broncos as 10-point uh, road favorites, totals at 44. What do you, uh, who do you got taking this one?
1: Man, I, I saw that line and I'm just like definitely staying away from it. Um I, I did dabble with one of those lines though th- this week and we'll get to that one when we get to that one. But when it comes to this game, uh to be honest, I think Kansas City shows up. They they stick the nail in in Denver, you know, and end their season. And uh Kansas City, I I could see them win this one and I could see them being up by uh uh by three or more uh by the end of the first quarter i like uh kc minus three for even money in the first quarter what about you
0: i have the exact same bet i don't think the 10 will be a problem denver's an absolute mess uh they're missing half their people kc minus three in the first quarter for even money makes absolutely no sense to me uh but you know but the 10 the 10 points that makes total sense so i mean it's telling me that you know the starters are gonna play Uh, Let's go on to our next game. Dallas visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Dallas seven-point road favorites. 42.5 is your total. Um, I did hear Cooper Rush might get the start here. But 42.5, I mean, I feel like... I I do feel like that that this could get there. So I'm going to take a chance on the over. 42.5 minus 110.
1: Uh, I think Cooper Rush or no Cooper Rush... uh... Dallas covers the, the seven uh so I'm going with Dallas minus seven for minus 110
0: all right and uh this is one of the games where I was like they gotta be sitting some people here <laughs> yeah Green Bay pack is only a two and a half point favorite against the Detroit Lions totals at 44. now I we didn't get a a first quarter line for this. We didn't get a first half line for this. I would be all over that first quarter line. And I'm assuming it's going to change. I mean, this 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 two and a half is probably going to change too. But I did hear that uh, Aaron Rodgers said he is playing. Now, that's probably only going to be for maybe the first couple of drives or whatever. But I would love to see what that first quarter line is. But either way... Um, guys, don't bet this. I, I'm just gonna fucking take Detroit money line at plus one
1: fifteen. <laughs> you fuck. You would do that, dude. Yeah, I, I oh mean the line. The
0: lines are gonna go down swinging. The pack has already proved that they're the best team in the NFL. Uh, so what do they got to lose? That they might throw. They might throw Detroit a bone, and yeah, that's just. Dude, Vegas is going to get fucking stomped if they leave us at two and a half and, yeah, and Green Bay plays. I,
1: chances I throw this in with a couple of the uh, these other games in after this into a nice little parlay this weekend is 100% because I'm going all in on Green Bay minus two and a half minus 110 because you know what, Chris, I'm going to tell you right now why. Aaron Jones is going to sit. His knee's been bothering him all freaking year. You, you know, uh, Adams, he, he's going to sit too. I But one guy who's not going to sit is A.J. Dillon. And A.J. Dillon has been a huge sleeper when it came to DFS and fantasy this year. And I think that A.J. Dillon is going to get the boatload of the carries, boatload of the work. They're going to ground and pound Detroit right into the ground. And I could see Green Bay covering the minus two and a half.
0: All right. Um, so Green Bay minus two and a half for you. Detroit money line for me because apparently I hate money. Uh, let's go on to our next game. Indy facing off against Jacksonville. 15-point favorites are the Indianapolis Colts on the road. 44 even is your total. Where are you going?
1: Uh, I mean, dude, I, I think Indy... By looking at these lines, it doesn't really look like they're sitting anyone. So, I like Indy first half, minus eight, minus 110.
0: Yeah, we're on, we're on the same page. Yeah, the Colts need this game, actually. So, uh, I don't think they have a problem covering the 15. I think Jacksonville hung it up about fucking week three. So... Uh, I'm going to do a very similar line. I'm going to go Indy minus 3.5 in the first quarter, minus 105. I think they get a touchdown, and then even if uh, Jacksonville somehow gets a field goal you know, in the first quarter, that'll still be good. And here we go. Washington facing off against the New York Giants. Washington is 6.5 points favorites 38 and a half is your total craig the floor is yours (laughs)
1: um well for starters i think uh you or myself could have did better than mike glennon last week um he definitely would have been a great uh fantasy quarterback if you were in your championship because he averaged he he had minus 10 passing yards and that's a joke folks.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. I think it was like 157 total yards of offense.
1: Oh my god, it it, it was abysmal. Um I have no words for that guy. I'm I'm act- I'm sorry he hurt his wrist, but I'm kind of glad just because I I don't want to see that again this week. Um I don't see them winning this week. Uh Joe Judge, he's on my last nerve as well. I think that he needs to go at the end of the year. Um, especially after hearing, I know know I'm going to butcher his last name, I always do, Jim Harbaugh, whatever, the coach from Michigan. um, He's maybe possibly looking for an NFL job again. Come on down to New York, buddy. There's a job at MetLife for you and another name for you to keep an eye on, Sean Payton. Used to be the OC for the Giants. He, he's maybe looking for a possible change as well. So it wouldn't be a bad idea for him to come back into to uh, MetLife and see if he could shake things up a little bit. I would take him in a freaking heartbeat. Um, by the time we record next week, uh, we will be past Black Monday. So uh, Dave Gettleman, he will be out of, uh, out of the facility, thank God. Uh, we won't have to deal with him anymore. Um, I hate talking bad about him, though, because he he is a nice person. Uh, from what I hear, the man beat cancer. So uh, kudos to him. I, I think it's time he uh, retires and uh, he enjoys his retirement. Um, man, it, it's been a it's been a tough, long season as a, as a fan. Um, and I, I mean, shit, I, I hope. We can only go up from here, but, uh, I really don't know. There, there's a lot of question marks in the weeks to come. We'll know more and more, which is nice. Um, when it comes to this game, uh, I think there will probably be more points scored than there will actually be people in seats. Uh, that is why I'm going to go with the first half, um, under 19 and a half minus one Oh five. I know I contradicted myself there, but did, I still yeah. think there uh, there's going to be uh, less points, um, less points than 19 and a half. I think uh, the stadium's going to be absolutely empty. I hope they boo the shit out of the team. Boom right out of the fucking building. Um, they deserve it. The coaching has been horrible. The players have been horrible. Only bright spot though. I do have to say, I saw some film uh, after last game, the secondary really, they, their rotations were really well. I feel like the secondary plays good together. Honestly, I think Patrick Graham, you got to give him one more year at defensive coordinator, but he, he has good pieces on defense to work with. That's the only bright spot. You got some good young kids in the secondary. You got some young guys up front, uh, you, you got Aziz Ojolari. He, he had a solid season. I mean, shit. Uh, there's some good pieces there. You know, Blake Martinez will hopefully be back next year, but, um, I mean, shoot, I, I feel bad for people going to, to this game and they have to watch this shit fest on uh, Sunday. I'm definitely not looking forward to it, but, uh, w- what's your
0: line for the game? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Washington football team minus six and a half at minus minus one fifteen. Don't hate it. Uh, next game: Chicago Bears visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings minus two and a half point favorites. Total is at forty-four. Now for me, uh, I did hear that Cousins is coming back, and I'm yeah. not saying that's gonna be the end-all, be-all. But did uh, you hear
1: that press conference, by the way?
0: Which with one? The coach
1: uh, w- with the Minnesota coach. I'm drawing a blank on his name. No. Like a picture of his face. After the game, they asked them. They're like, "Hey, are you basically gonna like give the the backup QB a look?" Okay, I, I forgot the backup QB's name. or something. I, yeah, I saw I saw the clip this morning. I think he's a rookie though. And he's like, um, "Why am I, Why can't I think of the freaking coach's name?" So his last name starts with a Z.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: Zimmer. Mike Zimmer.
0: Okay, sure. Mike
1: Zimmer. Yeah. He, they're like, "Hey, are you gonna give the backup QB a look?" coach literally looked the guy straight in the eye and he's like no and the media is like how come they're like because i see him every day well now dude this dude literally does not give a shit about his job dude i mean that's almost as good as ab running off the field shirtless throwing up the peace sign to the fucking jets yeah you know like dude how ignorant can you be like i understand you either just had a bad day at practice or you just lost the game but you just being like no i'm not going to give the kid a look because i look at him every day at practice like are it's you fucked. serious like dude that's so fucked up i'm sorry but that is um but, yeah, go go ahead. I, I'm sorry I cut you off. No, no, totally
0: <laughs> fine. I was just going to say uh, this game is a complete coin flip. I'm going to go with the home team. Give me Minnesota minus 2.5, minus 110.
1: Uh, I'm actually going to go with the over in this game. I said fuck it. Uh, this is like you kind of throwing shit at the wall and hoping it's taking
0: the fucking Detroit, Detroit money line. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the over 44 this game. Um, who knows maybe, maybe what Zimmer said lights a fire under cousin's ass you know like probably will who knows you know you, you never know and the Bears defense is pretty fucking shit uh, and I mean their offense is pretty bad too even though they put up a decent amount of points on my guys last week but um g- give me the over 44 minus 110 this one's not making my card not interested in it in one bit Um, but yeah that's what I got
0: yeah, and this next game is not making my card whatsoever. I I cannot tell you how much I hate when these two teams face each other, the Bengals and the Browns. I hate the color rush, the headache that it gives me. <clears throat> Both teams are friggin' brown and white and black, and it's it's just it's it it sucks and orange and it I I, I hate the color rush. It's just aggravating to watch. Uh, Bengals two and a half point favorites. Totals at 43. Um, Let's see. So, Cincy, this is where we get crazy. So, Cincy can clinch the top seed in the AFC if they win. And KC and Tennessee both lose. But what I'm really concerned about here is at the end of that uh, Cincinnati game, Burrow looked like he tweaked something. And I don't know if he... I don't know if if it's worth, you know, starting them, you know, starting him. And I also heard that Baker Mayfield is going to sit this one out as well, and he's getting uh, shoulder surgery. So just based off of that alone, I'm going to take Cincinnati minus 2.5, minus 115.
1: So I need to start off by saying um, that I think it's horrible that you just put my bangles down like that. Um, I never talk bad about your Detroit Lions. So <laughs> um, I, I understand the colors are bad, but Cincinnati, I think, is one of the most exciting teams to watch in the NFL right now. I've criticized over the past O-line. two
0: weeks, period. It, Sorry,
1: dude. They, they're a fun team to fucking watch. Um, I've criticized their O-line all year. Uh, their their offense is so fun to watch between Chase and Burrow. Um, and I'm not only saying that, not only because I have them on my fantasy team, but um, I I just think that uh, Cincinnati's future is really bright. It, no matter what Burrow did, I I just tried looking real quick and I couldn't really find any injury report other than that. Other than that, he's questionable.
0: Yeah, he tweaked his he's- knee. But uh, speaking of having Chase on your fantasy team. Um RIP to my buddy Jeff Season. He was in the championship match and he started Waddle over Jamar Chase and he had to watch <laughs> he had to watch Jamar Chase put up a 60 banger on his bench. Unbelievable.
1: Jeez, so obviously he
0: man. would have won the ship if he uh, if he started him.
1: That's horrible. God damn. Um my my bet this week for this game is actually the same as yours. Uh minus two and a half for Cincy. Uh, I think since he's going to go all in on winning this game, I only see Burrow sitting if he's up big, you know, him in his attitude, he, he wants the ball, you know, he wants to play, um, there, there's no sitting for him uh, unless he really fucked up his knee, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, he, uh, we saw him play with
0: a, with a hurt pinky and all that Yeah, fun he, stuff he messed too. up
1: his pinky, got it punched back in and he was ready to go, you know. Um the kid's tough as nails and I, I could I could see him win this game. It's gonna be fun to see what they do in the playoffs, you know. I I I'm excited to to see what they got, you know, and I think they're the best team in that division.
0: All right. Well now. Uh we're both going with Cincy minus two and a half, and I think the uh with having Mayfield out is I think it's a slam dunk if Burrow does play the entire game, and they do, um, they do uh, not sit uh, all of their starters. Do you,
1: now one question before we move on to the next matchup. Do you think Baker Mayfield played his last game as a Cleveland Brown against the Steelers last night?
0: Uh, I didn't hear any rumblings that to make me think otherwise. Uh, well, is his contract up or something?
1: I believe it is, and they were talking about it today. Tiki Barber has a new show on on the New York local station, so I was tuned into that. It was really good, and they were throwing around the idea of doesn't hurt to give Cleveland a call and offer them an early second round pick for for Burrow and maybe either cash considerations or another player or something like that. You know, w- w- a would you ever trade for for Mayfield?
0: and B, do you think he stays in Cleveland? Um, no, I wouldn't, which is why I don't think anyone else will. I think he stays in Cleveland. They have no choice but to re-sign him. We'll see him next season. Uh, someone who is going to be looking for a quarterback, though, is the Houston Texans. They'll be hosting the Tennessee Titans. Titans are going to be 10.5-point favorites, totals at 43 now, the Titans are legit playing for the number one seed in the AFC. They can clinch it with a win, and uh, let's see. I'm going to go with Tennessee minus three in the first quarter for even money. It's another one of those head scratches, but it's only kind of a head scratch because Houston has started off pretty fucking strong the past couple of weeks. So, but I think that Tennessee will really want to make a statement early, so I, I'm going to take them minus a field goal in the first quarter for even money.
1: Well, you don't like David, what's his name? David Davis Mills. Mills Davis Mills. I, I think the name's got a nice ring. You know, you don't think he's a future MVP QB or what? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> um, I think this is another one of my games where I'm just throwing stuff against the wall, hoping it sticks. Maybe I, none of the lines really spoke to me a little bit. So I'm like, you know, let me go on a limb this on on this game. Um. I kind of been on the Houston bandwagon a little bit lately, and uh, I'm gonna stay there for the last game, last week of the regular season. I'm gonna go with Houston plus ten and a half, minus one fifteen. It's not a bad I think, bet. I think that they cover. I honestly think that they have a chance to cover that. And I mean, it's for it's for one fifteen. So I mean, it's pretty good it's, value too. It's
0: it's juicy, but you know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I tell you who has played their last game, Big Ben, uh, going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens a minus three and a half point favorites. Totals at forty two. Like I said, definitely Big Ben's last game, and ironically enough, he's playing his last game against the team that he made his debut against in two thousand four. Little fun fact for you, I guess. Uh, Tommy Maddox wasn't doing so hot, and then. They uh, said that Bill Cowell looked over at the kid, told Ben to get in, and they still ended up losing the game. But uh, he made his debut against the, the Ravens, and now he's going to play his last game against the Ravens. And I think he goes out absolutely fucking swinging. Uh, Lamar Jackson supposedly coming back as well. Give me the over 42, minus 110.
1: Oh, man. I, I think Big Ben, he, he should sit this one out, you know, have his – Last game ever played in front of the Pittsburgh home fans. That's just me. Um, I Honestly, I think Baltimore minus three and a half, uh, minus 110 is the way to go. Um, I think Pittsburgh maybe has a shot at winning this game, but I think Baltimore covers that uh, minus three and a half. Um, and I think Big Ben was smart. He He would just call it after last game, you know, go out on top.
0: Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, win it for Ben in the locker room uh, in Baltimore this weekend. So, um, I don't know. I, I On paper, yeah, the Ravens, the minus three and a half is the way to go. But, you know, given the, the circumstances, I'm just going to root for fireworks here. Over 42. No fireworks in this game. Saints visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Saints are minus four and a half point favorites. Totals at an even 40. And uh, I don't know. So I, I guess the Saints need to win this game. And they also need the Rams to beat San Fran in order to get in. There's something going on with that. Again, the, uh, the stipulations and the scenarios, they give me a fucking headache. But I think both teams score here. Over seven in the first quarter. In the first quarter at minus 125.
1: Um, not too crazy about this game. Um, not one bit. I, <laughs> I went with the first half bet, the over 20 minus 110.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go on to our next game. We have the Jets visiting the Bills. Huge spread here. Minus 17 for the Bills. 42.5 is your total. And I'm going to take the over here as well. Uh, you know, the the Jets, them putting up points. And uh, what do you call it? The Bills can clinch the AFC East with a win here. But is, is 17 too much?
1: Uh, I think it's a little too much. Um, I, I like the Bills in this one. I like the Bills in the first half.
0: Minus nine and a half minus a half, minus All right. Going right back at the jets in the first half. Uh, let's see if it pans out for them. Uh, San Francisco visiting the LA Rams Rams, a five point home favorites totals at 44. What do you like? Uh, I saw the line, the
1: Rams minus five. And I was like, I got to jump all over this. I love it. Um, I'm taking Rams minus five minus one Oh five. I, I see the Rams win this one. You know, I, I don't see why not, you know, um, still really not sold on San Fran. Yeah. Nor mine. Um, yeah. It's just one of those teams. They, they've been hard to get behind all year. You know, who start in Garoppolo, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Garoppolo, vice versa. So um, yeah, give me the Rams minus five.
0: I'm going to take the exact same bet. and I know they had a, a little bit of a struggle with the Rams. Um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. They had a struggle with the 49ers earlier this season, but uh, I'm going to take the Rams as well. Minus five, minus 105. Next game, we have Carolina visiting Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's eight-point favorites. Total's at 41.5. What do you like here?
1: This one, I I mean, to me, it was kind of a no brainer. Honestly, I'm going with Tampa minus eight minus one ten Brady. You know, he he'll probably sit in the second half. I mean, going off his track record, uh, whenever he clinched and stuff, he he would he would either sit the fourth quarter, sit halfway through the third quarter, but he would play more than half the game. Um, I I don't see why Tampa wouldn't win this one easily uh, by more than eight.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I didn't take him minus eight. Instead, I took the over 41 and a half. And again, I already wrote it down, so I'm not going to fucking change it. Um, but if he does sit, you know, points could be tough to come by. Um, and let's see. No, nothing else to add to that. Let's go on to our next game. New England, my New England Patriots, visiting the Miami Dolphins. Seven point favorites on the road. Totals at forty, and the Patriots are ending the season the same way they started it, but hopefully with a different result. Uh, Home a pick coming up. Give me the Pats minus seven, and I don't think I've taken the Pats all year. To be honest with you.
1: you, might have taken them in your bankroll bet at least once or twice. Yeah,
0: I usually when I when I play the Pats, I usually play them. Um, uh, the, the in like game, the first the game, quarter, but never like never, never the full game spread. Do I hardly ever out of the fucking eighteen I feel, weeks? I feel like
1: you might have the day you went to that game against the Cowboys. Yeah, I man. know your bankroll bet had something to do with New England that day, but I'm telling you on this one, I like uh, New England minus seven as well. Um, I see them getting it done. You know, it, it's a type of situation where they got to win this game. You yeah. know, Mac Jones. He, This is the biggest game he's played all season right here, you know, and make or break for him. And I mean, if you think about it, too, there's not really a shit ton of people. If you think about it being like, oh, man, like he's the next Tom Brady. Like when people talk about Mac Jones now after the season he had, he's his own person, you know. It's it's not like other QB situations where they compare him to other people and shit like that, and the kid can never flourish and be his own own player. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just a big Mac Jones fan. I'm really impressed with what he did this season, and I, I really hope he wins this game for New England.
0: As do I, sir, as do I. And I, I agree with you, man. He, he's his own person. But I tell you what, it's great that he had the, the year that he did he won't be able to be his own person until he does it again next year, or he does something comparable next year, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, next game, Seattle taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are minus seven favorites, totals at 48. Um, is this Wilson's last game in a Seahawks jersey?
1: Could possibly be. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of trade talks about him wanting to go elsewhere, fresh star, all that stuff. And he, he's not the youngest chicken in the coop, you know, like the, I I've heard stuff like, Oh, like he, he likes being pressured in the pocket so he can run out of the pocket. He's kind of passing that age a little bit, you know, he's starting to, he should stay in the pocket a little bit more, you know, granted his old line sucks, but I mean, I think he's past the hump, you know? Um, Seattle's going to want a decent amount back for for uh, either picks or players for Wilson. So, honestly, I, I don't really see him going anywhere. I think he stays in Seattle. Um, f- the line for the game that I like, I like the cards minus 7, minus 105. I, I think it's a great pick. Um, I could see – Arizona winning by like 10 or 14, possibly in this one, depending on what Seattle team we see. They, they've been a pretty ground and pound team lately. Uh, Rashad Penny had a great game last week.
0: Um, the team in general it, had a great game. They put up like 50 points.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot. If Arizona can stop the run game, I, I feel like they'll be good. That That's just me, though. I, I mean shut down DK Metcalf, make Lockett beat you and uh, just shut down the run game. And if, if the early season Arizona team shows up minus D hop, obviously I feel like they'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's see. Who do they, uh, AJ green stepped up big last week. And I said, I said that that was the most live dog on the board was in fact, those Cardinals. They were plus, plus, they were plus five, I want to say. I think we yeah. had them at plus five. I think they, I think they closed that even probably more. But Jeez. I liked them at plus five, and I think they ended up being plus probably plus a touchdown. Don't quote me on that, but either way, I had I said last week that they had a chance to cover the plus one ninety money line, and sure as shit they did. All right, let's go on to our last game of week eighteen. The L.A. Chargers visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. Chargers, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is 49. Now, guys, the winner of this game is in the playoffs. (laughs) I'm rooting for the Chargers, but this spread is fucking scary. Yeah. Like, why are we getting the Chargers minus one at plus money? That's what I'm going with, by the way. L.A. Chargers minus one, plus 125. Spread is absolutely smells. I'm not touching it. Like, I'm not betting it whatsoever. I love the fact that it's the Sunday night game, and I get a chance to watch it in its entirety. Um, but, yeah, I will not be betting this. I say that, but then, you know, we'll see what happens on Sunday. <laughs> but holy shit. I'm actually going with the Chargers as well,
1: but I'm going with them in the first half, minus 1, minus 110.
0: Um. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I think the I think the the minus one in the first quarter is is too good to pass up. So, I'm gonna go with the charges minus one in the first quarter plus one twenty five. And let's go on to our bankroll bets, my man. Bankroll bets are the bets that we put money on. We said we were gonna pile them last week because we were on a little bit of a run. I think we hit like three weeks in a row, both of us yep. hitting it together. So, in true fucking fashion, we jinxed the shit out of it, and uh, it didn't happen for us. Not a big deal.
1: It's okay, because going forward, we're just going to keep doing it.
0: Yeah, we'll just keep on doing it. So, uh, uh, with that being said, fade our bankroll bets this week. Who's your bankroll bet?
1: (laughs) Uh, My bankroll bet this week, I'm going with Cincinnati, minus two and a half, minus 115.
0: Yep, so take his bankroll bet, fade mine then. So, since I won my bankroll bet last week... And he lost his, we're due for the opposite this week. I'm going to take KC minus three in the first quarter for even money. Love it. And so, guys, that's going to do it. We completed 18 full episodes of the regular season. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. We are going to, uh, we're going to do a, a playoff show next week for you. And we'll take you right up into the Super Bowl and next week, you're going to want to tune in. You're going to find out who won uh, for this season. We have, uh, Craig and I have a bet for whoever won this season, whoever had the most profitable week. And um, we'll give you that whole recap next week. And um, follow us on Twitter. Follow me, at Gally Gambles. Follow him, at C-Wix Picks, And we will catch you next week. Craig, anything else to add?
1: Yeah, just one quick thing. Tomorrow marks 15 days 15 years since my dad passed, so a little shout-out to him.
0: Absolutely. RIP, rest in paradise. We'll see ya.